What's up, Isla Vista listeners? You're tuned in to KCSB FM 91.9 in Santa Barbara. I'm Pia Ramos, a reporter with KCSB News and also assistant photo editor with The Daily Nexus. I'm the best of both worlds, I suppose. <laughs> Tonight, we bring you episode five in our series, Unmasking Isla Vista, a COVID-19 community archive, an exploration of how COVID-19 has impacted the different corners of Isla Vista life over the past year and a half. If you're interested in full-length articles and archived episodes of our collaborative project, you'll want to visit dailynexus.com or kcsb.org. Tonight's episode has an accompanying video segment, which you can find at dailynexus.com. For this week's episode, we spoke with local leaders about how they assisted and led the Isla Vista community through the pandemic. This is Community Reflection. So sit back, take a deep breath, maybe even count to five because this week's episode is filled with hope and optimism, a necessary break following the range of more serious topics we've covered throughout the series. But before we get into the interviews, I think it's important to acknowledge all the hard work and sacrifices UCSB students and Isla Vista residents have put into getting us through this year. It's our tendency to look to the guidance of leaders in times of crisis. But one thing I think we can all agree on is that it truly takes a village. And Ivy is a prime example of that. As a transfer student from Irvine, adjusting to the Ivy lifestyle was different and new. Along the way, I realized that there's always something around the corner, whether that be new friends, new adventures, or new interests. It's all part of the experience and contributes to your overall individual growth. But that's enough about me. Let's get into it. The Isla Vista Community Services District, otherwise known as IVCSD, is the local governmental body in Isla Vista. It was established in 2015 and has since provided public services to better the community of Isla Vista. We spoke with IVCSD president, Spencer Brandt, who shared his reflections about how COVID-19 has impacted the community over the past year. Spencer discussed efforts currently in place to make Ivy a safer place through a shift toward community policing. I think in Isla Vista for a different approach to public safety that can utilize more peer-to-peer outreach, education, non-sworn type officers to respond to some of these public safety challenges. And so that's a big thing that we're doing as the community services district uh, right now. We are expanding our community service officer program, the safety stations that you'll see on Friday nights and Saturday nights. And these are uh, CSOs, non-sworn officers. Um, that aren't there to enforce the law. They're just there to help you out. They're there to help you charge your phone, you drink water, give you a walk home, um, make sure you get home safe. So it's those sorts of programs that I think we need to continue to build up in Isla Vista because it's more in line with our community values. We were also joined by Ethan Bertrand, IVCSD director. Ethan elaborated on the inclusion of racial equity provisions in the district's contracts with law enforcement agencies. In the contract, we describe and... Um, ask the law enforcement agency to talk about how through this service we're providing, we will make sure that issues of inequity are prevented and that racial justice is promoted. Uh, So right now we're trying that out with our two existing policing programs, the Isla Vista Safety Station, as well as the Interpersonal Violence and Sexual Assault Investigation Program. 
Ethan and Spencer both commended the majority of Isla Vista residents for their efforts during the pandemic to promote safety and avoid physical socialization. We faced a lot of challenges. Some of the things that were public safety challenges uh, were very related to health challenges. Early on in the fall corner, especially a small minority of students, but some students uh, that were very interested in going out and uh, sort of continuing the party seed when it wasn't safe to do so because of the pandemic, the vast majority of folks who live here were doing the right thing. Um, they were social distancing, they were physical distancing, uh, they were keeping uh, their uh, social activity to the people they live with, uh, which was the same and appropriate thing to do during that time. Um, and I think that um, what the real challenge is going to be is for us to continue some of the momentum policy-wise um, that we have built up open COVID-19 pandemic and extend those changes to become uh, more permanent. Knowledge is power. And our goal was really to empower Isla Vista residents to make healthy decisions by keeping them informed about the challenges associated with COVID-19. And throughout the pandemic, this included information about physical distancing, wearing masks, getting tested for COVID, avoiding parties, and now getting vaccinated for COVID. I also sat down with Ash Valenti, Isla Vista Recreation and Park District Director, to discuss IVRPD's efforts to increase resources for students in the community, including the creation of a food forest in collaboration with EcoVista. Vista has continued to dedicate ourselves to bettering the community and the environment. Um, we have a food forest, which is in coordination with RPD and EcoVista. Um, one of our core members, Tony, made the proposal to RPD to use um, a little parcel at a sterile park. We've got fruit trees, um, native plants, medicinal plants. We also have some garden plots um, on CSB garden plot project. During the pandemic, Isla Vista leaders focused on providing alternative events for community members to remain engaged albeit remotely. For Halloween, IVCSD put on a virtual festival that students could attend online. We were also able to conduct messaging campaigns um, around special weekends such as Deltopia and Halloween uh, to keep people safe and to let them know and remind them about the importance of practicing physical distancing. Um, we had a virtual Halloween festival in partnership with Lucidity where we were able to provide people with something fun to do at home in the company of their roommates, um, virtually connecting to the rest of Isla Vista rather than going out. Isla Vista liaison and senior advisor to campus organizations, Viviana Marsano, discussed ongoing initiatives to revive community events in Isla Vista. Worked very hard with the Isla Vista community service districts. We had devised a plan where we would have events, have music, exercise classes, we would have workshops, informational workshops. Spencer also touched on efforts from local leaders to transition houseless residents into permanent supportive housing, an ongoing effort that has seen an increased need during the pandemic. Because of COVID-19 and uh, the shelter system largely had to shut down and reduce capacity so much, many people were put out on the streets that would otherwise be sleeping in shelters. And uh, because of that, we saw the growth of large commitments across San Weber County, but especially in Isla Vista in the People's Park area. And uh, I think that it has never been more clear to me 
and then now that the only solution to homelessness is permanent supportive housing. One of the things that I'm really happy about that we've been able to achieve uh, collaboratively with the county and other agencies is the additional permanent supportive housing in Isla Vista with the opening of the new Good Samaritan shelter um, on El Colegio. And that will be uh, housing where uh, people can be placed there, receive the supportive services that they need whether that's mental health treatment, whether that's treatment for addiction, um, and really get document ready um, because um, many folks in that state come into the arms of the service providers and um, need all these different documents to navigate the housing bureaucracy to be able to receive that permanent housing. So they're able to get that in that shelter-like environment. And we saw so much success with that approach with Palace shelter uh, that was located at the community center. Uh, many people will probably be familiar with those little white, almost shed-looking yep. buildings um, that were there at the bottom. And that was uh, really an incredible advert out of the uh, 35 people that were housed there throughout the pandemic, over half, almost 75% of who were able to get permanent housing uh, because they were able to work with the service providers to get to that place where they were documented. One through line across our interviews was evident. The Isla Vista community is still alive and vibrant, even after a year and a half of remote learning. I'll say that um, I'm really proud of how Isla Vista has responded to COVID-19. Overall, we've seen community members take this pandemic really seriously. Um, We've seen people do their part to keep our community safe and healthy. And I know that it's been so challenging, um, but our community has rallied through it. And I'm excited uh, to see what we can do going forward. We're not out of the woods yet with uh, the Delta variant and other um, potential concerns. Uh, But as long as we continue to uh, take seriously the threat of COVID-19, and as long as we continue to take care of each other, we'll do just fine. I think the pandemic has been so hard on us because it really tore at the fabric of our community. You know, one of the things that... uh, made me want to come here to begin with um, when I was a prospective student, um, you know, back in 2015 was just how social and vibrant and accepting and open our community is. And because of the pandemic and because folks had to stay isolated in their own little pods of, of friends, um, lost a lot of that. Uh, online school has been so hard for our residents living in, uh, already overcrowded apartments and now having to have that as the only place you can go um, for uh, work, sleep, school, all in one place. And so I think what I foresee now um, as we emerge from this pandemic is that in many ways, some of the great parts about Isle of Vista Life are returning as folks be more social and really build that connection that Unfortunately, we lost so much of during the pandemic, and um, I'm really excited for it because I think in many ways it is it's a rebirth of many of the things that so many of us love about it. I'm sure everyone would agree that it's the resilience of Ivy residents that has allowed us to get through this past year. To all the Isla Vista listeners out there, thank you for being a part of this community. As we wrap up here, a gentle reminder to all of you to head to dailynexus.com unmasking isla vista for full length articles and archived episodes throughout the course of this series. That's dailynexus.com 
unmasking-isla-vista. To receive our weekly newsletters on each topic as they're published, head to kcsb.org, scroll down to the bottom of that page and add your email address to our subscribers list. We'd like to give a special thanks to our dedicated reporters this week, Atmika Iyer, Alexandra Goldberg, Juliana Zapatel, and Evan Kukation. It can't be said enough. Thank you for supporting KCSB and The Daily Nexus on our first collaborative project. Months of reporting and coordination have gone into this project, and we truly couldn't have done it without your dedication and support throughout the process. Remember, you've been listening to KCSB FM 91.9 in Santa Barbara. I'm Pia Ramos with KCSB News and The Daily Nexus. Thanks to the rest of our team. Our Daily Nexus journalists, Sindhu Anandavale, Africa Iyer, Asumi Shuda, Holly Rush, Catherine Swartz, KCSB journalists, Yulena Teagle, Ashley Rush, Daniel Wasias, Alexandra Goldberg, Jennifer Yoshikoshi, Daily Nexus videographers, Evan Caucasian, Juliana Zapatel, Daily Nexus artists and graphic creators, Hannah Apple, Luca Dispro, Alex Rudel, Noel Chan, Natalie Sierrindo, Kelly Yan, KCSB artists, Madeline Pang Miller, Shirley Wong, and finally, our Daily Nexus photographers, Tai Yao. Our theme music is Foundations of Burgundy by Jazer. Again, the biggest thanks to you for listening. Oh wait, but before you go, a heads up, Unmasking IV will be taking a week off next week for Labor Day weekend, but we will be back the following Monday, September 13th, with our sixth and final episode, Community Activism. You won't want to miss this episode, which features interviews with representatives from Cops Off Campus, UCSB's Young Democratic Socialists of America, and UCSB's newly founded student-led Asian Coalition. Be sure to tune in here on KCSB-FM in Santa Barbara 91.9. See you on the 13th!